Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Believe Jack. 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 Uh, what's up? Hello uh, and welcome to Planet uh, Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Planet Podcast. What is what I don't I I don't understand this. Can someone please explain this to me? Like what what this is? I uh, every week every week I'm like I uh, eh, eh, eh. What, what what is this about? What is this about? Oh no! Someone explain it to me. Oh yeah. I'm uh, I used to play with Kobe. Now uh, now I uh, um I, I commentate on uh, on TNT. Nice to uh, Charles Barkley and uh, and the cheeseburger he has sitting right off the camera, uh, right off the camera for when he gets hungry. You know that fellow. That is my impression of Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, and welcome uh, for the I think the third time on in the last minute to the show. Uh, you're here. You've arrived. I don't know where you are physically, but uh, I know where you are mentally. And I am the controller. Uh, so, welcome to the show. I hope you're having a good time. You will get your money's worth. And uh, I say that reminding you that, you, that this podcast is free. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what's going on? Uh, I hope uh, hope all of you are having a uh, lovely week and uh, are having a lovely time going into the Labor Day weekend. Um, it's so hot in LA, and by so hot I mean just moderately hot. It's it's not even really that hot, but I feel it so deeply. It is so so hard for me. Um, I uh, I just uh, booked a ticket. Uh, I'm trying to be more uh, more <laughs> loving because uh, I looked at the definition for that word this week, uh, and it was interesting. Uh, and the idea of like taking joy, uh, like the idea of love uh, being that you take joy in in a, you take pleasure in activity, or you take sort of joy in uh, a person. And I'm realizing that that means that uh, I think about it the wrong way, uh, and I think. The messages about love are different. So I'm trying... Basically what I'm trying to say is I realize it's like, if I love something, I should take pleasure and rejoice in it, right? Like, that's that's the move. That's what, like, actual love is. Like, trying to, like, help some, fix someone's problem or something like that. That's, like, pity. So I really have to, like, rejoice in it. And so when I was asked to book my father's uh, plane ticket, my mom, instead of being like, and, like, screwing up my face, I actually was just like, I'm gonna... This is gonna be fun. This is going to be like, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this interaction. I'm going to enjoy caring about this. And seriously, it was nuts. It even surprised me. I was like, I actually do enjoy this. This is a, uh, this is a, a fine and fun interactive process. It's not, uh, it's not uh, a weight around my neck. Uh, it's really good, actually. And, uh, and that's fun. So I was just feeling it. I was just like, your boy is having a good time booking this ticket. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I just enjoyed it. And that was an interesting effervescent experience. 
of being like, oh, this is, the, like, I'm going to show you, like, I, I care for you by uh, getting this ticket and, like, having a good time doing it. Uh, and enjoying, I don't know, it's just, that's, it's weird, man. It's weird, bro. I have to, dude, your late 30s, strange. Strange place. Strange. Don't go there. Skip. Skip it. Go directly from 35 to 40. Just turn. You know what? That's a good point. You know, honestly, people get very uh, insecure about their age. Like, I'm always like, ah, like, what's my life going to be like when I'm 45? What's my life going to be like when I'm 50? It's like, well, just decide, you know, that I just want to jump to that age. A lot of times people want to move younger in their age. I want to move older. So I'm 36. My next birthday, I'm going to be 52. And I, I think I'm prepared, uh, especially from like a, uh, you know, like a joints and, uh, and teeth and heart condition perspective. Like I'm probably like in like, I probably would say I'm in like, if I had to guess among 36 year olds, I'm probably health wise. I'm probably in like maybe like the 70th. I mean, actually let's, let's be honest, like with, with like health conditions and obesity mm-hmm. in the United States, I'm probably in like the 85th percentile. Uh, but like among 52 year olds, I'm in the 1%, uh, all the time, all the time. Uh, Jacques is in the 1%, believe you me. Uh, I can't, it's really funny. I can only really get into the Bernie voice when I do the gesture with my hand like this. Uh, I am posting this on YouTube so you can see what I do with my hand to get into the voice. And without the, without the hand, it's a lot harder to get into the voice of a socialist. It'd be funny if all socialists sound like this. Like even the ones in Russia. You know, social democrats in Germany talk like this with a clipped pace as well. And um, I'm not a linguist. Uh, I'm a socialist. So I don't know the exact terms for interpreting uh figures of speech, or ways of shaping your mouth to, for words to come out, but I think you get what I mean. It's weird because I feel like Bernie Sanders is just about two steps away from Anthony Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik. It's very close. Uh, they might even be related, uh, though they look very, very different. Appearances can be deceiving. Genetics is the basis for relation. As well as economic respect and dignity in the public marketplace. Uh, Okay, so we're going to stop that now. But, yeah. Okay, so... um, Yeah. What what was I talking about? What the, what was I, I was talking about something, uh, this is probably also not going to be a long episode, uh, I don't know what we were, uh, what were we talking about? I was talking about, oh yeah, love, yeah, and just, just considerateness, it was, it's just, it, it, it reshaped my, my very being, uh, and I'm not saying that in an after school special way, it was just, I don't know, it was just different, it was different to like do something for someone you love but like in a loving way and not in like an annoying or like passive aggressive way like I was just like oh this is so different and like actually and also counterintuitively a lot easier 
Like, it was, it, it, yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to analyze this to death because I think it might ruin the sentiment. But I think you get my point. And it is an important one. If not to you, then to me. Uh, okay. So, what else is doing? Uh, I guess I could continue uh, updates on dates. Um, I, I went on this, oh my god, I went on, this is funny. Like, actually, I went... So, okay, uh, I guess I'll lead with, with uh, the bad. Uh, I think, like, I went on this date, and it was just funny, because the it's it's funny when you're on these, I don't know what it is, but, like, so, okay, so, uh, I went to an Ivy League college, and that uh, creates conflict sometimes on dates, I guess, especially in this political climate. Uh, but I just thought it was so funny that this person, I mentioned the fact that, like, I went to Yale, and... Uh, she was like, oh, like, you're just part of, like, this privileged clique. And I was like, really? Like, she mentioned that her dad went to Harvard Business School. And she's like, she's like, you're part of this privileged clique. I'm like, uh, no, I think you're part of this, <laughs> this clique. Like, um, I'm pretty sure, I mean, unless, like, he went into some kind of civic mission, like, um, you were probably pretty G'd up growing up. You probably were more G'd up than I, uh, was. But, yeah, I don't know. There's not really... I, I, it's just, yeah. I mean, what I've realized is just, like, every... Like, the other time I was called privilege, it's just, like... It was someone where their mom was, like, a dean of a law school. I'm, like... I, don't, I mean, if you're talking about, like, access to resources, like, bruh, like... Eh, you know, you got your own... It, it's just... It's always funny, because it's, like, it's the people... Like, I've never... No one... Like, someone who is, like... uh, I have a buddy who's a custodian, and he's never called me privilege. Now, I mean, maybe the also the difference is that he's black. Uh, but, like, so he's not going to throw that kind of shade my way. You know, he's just going to be like, oh, that's cool that you're doing these things, and I hope you go far, and I hope you make positive contributions. But it's weird when you interact with people who are, I don't know, like, maybe, I don't know, not your ethnicity, not your gender, and then it's like, yeah, like, everything you are, everything you've ever gotten or achieved it's like be given to you and that's uh, it's all a problem and the solution is to take it away from you and perhaps give it to me uh i'm like this 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 sounds this sounds like nationalizing uh national or uh, private enterprises to a public government use which i fully endorse um i must say and uh no i don't know i just i just i'm always like bruh i gotta get away I gotta get away, and then I open up kayak, and then I don't buy a ticket because uh, I don't want to spend the money. Uh, but that's my privilege, I suppose. Uh, I cook all my meals at home. That's my privilege. That is my privilege, uh, and I love it. But I'm also cheap. Uh, anyways, shout out to um, anyone ordering water at a restaurant. Okay, shout out to all you guys. You're my people. You, honestly, more than anyone else, that's probably my, my people. Like, if there was a box to check on a census, that's the one I'd hit. Um, shout out to everyone getting water in the restaurant. Um, <laughs> you, I, I, you can't build a hip-hop song around that. I, I, I think that's a, that's conspicuous non-consumption. Uh, conspicuous deprivation. Yeah, I've never... That'd be funny if someone made a rap song about that. You never, never hear a rap song about 
about responsible fiscal behavior. I, I think on some level, I think it's because people it would just make people uncomfortable. It's true because like hip hop, right? It's you think about it, it's like played in a club. If you're gonna hear some guy talk about like like if someone made a hip hop song talking about like how good their four hundred one k was, like everyone in the club, if they really got into the spirit of the song, would be like. Uh, I've gone through like half this bottle of Grey Goose, so can I get the other three hundred dollars back? Um, like they would, like if a if hip hop song came on at a club and it just like responded reminded you because basically a club is literally just a place where fiscal ir- irresponsibility happens. I think that might be that's the definition I would give to it. It's a place where fiscal irresponsibility happens. And, um, and I was just, that just would be, uh, bro, that would be so fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah. It's just like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, but, yeah. Like, everyone would just have to drop whatever they were doing. They'd be like, oh my god. I'm like, why am I... Like, why am I wearing this suit here? My dry cleaning bill's gonna be freaking crazy. I'm sweating like an animal in here. Right? Or someone's, like, looking at their drink and they're just like, why did I spend all this money on this cocktail? It's $20. I could make the equivalent at home. For, like, uh, for, I don't know, like, like, like maybe, like, a, a dollar, two fifty. Probably probably a dollar fifty, less than two dollars. Let's go look this up on my smartphone. Okay, I'm gonna stop taking all these pictures. Um, I'm gonna use my smartphone to make better decisions. Um, I I can listen to music. I have a Spotify account. I can throw a dance party at my house. They're just like like they're just going. Their minds are all being blown. They're like this this cocktail dress. I mean. Can I really afford this? I, you know, I, like my my gas tank is empty. Coming out to the club, like uh, I gotta make better decisions. This doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, like every drink is, you know, just a beer, right? It's probably like around three gallons of gas. What what's going on here? What am I doing here? I paid a door fee to get in here. And this place smells. And all the bathrooms are broken. And there's a guy who wants to keep putting, you know, like hand me a, 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 a paper towel like I'm a prince uh, in this bathroom. But he's really just here to keep people from doing drugs and having sex in here. What am I doing here? On a Saturday night, I could be studying something. I could be, uh, you know, I could be taking that course. I could take a distance learning course right now and, and learn something. I don't know. I've wanted this promotion, you know, and I think if I just get my accounting skills up or my skills with the, the payroll system, there are some things that I still have trouble with there. I could, maybe I could go home and spend the next couple hours working on that. And like, and then, and then that's, that's, that song just ruins the club. 
I mean, admittedly, if you really think about it, I'm not, I'm not joking about this. Like, most hip-hop songs originate, like, they get road-tested to see if they'll be hits at a strip club. At a strip club. There's a strip club called Magic City, and there's a really, really fascinating article. I forget if it was in Esquire. And it was just basically about that. So it's like, yeah, like, that's where hip-hop is gauged as to its efficacy and whether people will enjoy it. And that's the environment. And then also, like, if I listen to that music when I'm driving to work, like, I'm in that mentality for that time period. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's, like, a little bit much to say, but, like, I don't think it's untrue. So, yeah, it's just funny. I mean, maybe, I mean, obviously that's part of the appeal of those hip-hop songs. That's part of the appeal of Ray Sherman, let's be honest. Is that, yeah, I mean, every time you listen to one of their songs, you're transported, whether you like it or not, to a strip club. And a nice strip club, okay? Not a bargain basement strip club. A high-quality den of ill repute. It's the finest ill repute on the market. Um, and that's that's where, you know, that's where Ray Sherman takes me. Um, all the time. Every day. Literally. I mean, listen to the song Power Slide. The song is just about, like, just driving exotic cars at very high speeds and then making them slide. There's, that song is four minutes about that. I love the song. I can't get enough of it. It's great to jump rope to. And I'm not talking about in the gym sense. I'm talking about, like, you know, like, like a kid jumps rope. That's really funny. I mean, isn't that funny? That's so weird, right? That, like, for adults, that's, like, exercise. But, like, for a kid, a jump rope is just fun. I mean, I don't know what's fun for a kid these days. I mean, I have to assume it's probably, like, stealing someone's identity or, like, defrauding someone uh, or, or something. I don't know. Or, like, you know, the strangest YouTube videos. Um, uh, I don't know. Becoming an influencer. I think that that's probably fun for a five-year-old these days. But I was, like, when I was a kid, I, I got, like, a kick out of jumping rope. Like, I couldn't wait to go outside and just jump rope. Like, I was just like, this is so cool. Like, they just let me do this. Like, I don't have to sit at a desk or nothing. I liked uh, jumping rope with the, uh, the uh, you know, the rope with, uh, that wasn't just a rope. It also had, like, the plastic thread on it. And I just would sit there and I just would want to jump rope. I'm like, this is, I'm going to get really, really good at this. I'm sure this is going to be a transferable skill. Um, and unfortunately, it wasn't. But it's just funny how excited kids are to, like, jump rope, uh, shoot a basketball, you know? Ugh. Man, those were wild days. Who was I back then? Who am I now that I don't like jumping rope? Now, jumping rope for me is, like, a responsibility to keep myself in good health, you know? But that's definitely not how it started at all. Like, I just wanted, like, when I was a kid, I just was like, I want to see how many times I can jump in a row. That's the dream. If I've done ten in a row, I've made it. I think I remember saying something like that to myself as a kid. I'm like, man, if I do ten in a row, I'm a badass. Hashtag kid goals. Uh, yeah. Man, it's funny do that anymore at all now I jump her up and I'm like okay okay let's knock off the rust 
I'm okay. I'm lying. I actually still am like, hey, how, how many seconds can I keep jumping consistently? So yeah, I mean, okay. There's a part. There's a part of me that still really, really deeply enjoys that. Uh, no lie. No lie. Um. Yeah. Uh. I think. I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, you guys have a uh, have a nice day, a nice week, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye.